0: Welcome to another episode, Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Happy Thursday, everybody! Happy Game Day! Lightning, of course, will be playing tonight in Game Six against the New York Islanders. If you haven't, been, if you're just joining us now throughout this whole playoff run, which is fine, not a big deal. Um, you know, I I, I spoke going into game five and I spoke on yesterday's episode that this wasn't exactly something that I wanted the lightning to be doing just because I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just a difficult situation in terms of you really, if the lightning do win this series and I believe they can figure out a way to win without Braden point to win without Steven Stamkos. And why is that? That's because of all the depth that this team has, there's no reason with everything that this team has been through thus far throughout this playoff run. Why the supporting cast of players can't step up. Now, in Game 5, and we're going to talk about all that today, uh, as well as a little preview of tonight's game. Um, and of course, before we get into all that, go ahead, like and subscribe to the show. Follow, turn on your notifications wherever you listen to this podcast on any platform that does provide uh, podcasts. And then also go over to the Twitter page at LO underscore Lightning. And of course, give me a follow at APDanker, D-E-N-K-E-R, as well. So, yeah, um, no news as of yet as to whether Braden Point will be playing tonight. I believe, unless it's something completely debilitating fully expect him to play. I think that um, regardless of if he couldn't go or Coach Cooper was really quote-unquote managing him because that's what the excuse we all got or the reasoning is probably a better word. Um, the reasoning for Braden Point not being able to go in game five and understandably so. I mean, it's it's fine if you don't want to play him because you feel like it's going to maybe not allow him to continue at all into future playoff games that's fine i understand that it's game 5 lightning are up they have you know they're only one win away where the lightning at where the islanders at that point have to have to sc- have to win three more games so but on the other end of that you don't come out and say that Um, That you're managing a player Especially in your Probably the most important Game of the season thus far So you know it's just a It was just a bad perfect storm And then for the Lightning to come out and play the way they did Throughout that game It was just not a good look for the team as a whole Um, And obviously A huge chunk of that Is This Lightning team just not Just not The guys that have been there kind of stepping up uh, you know filling in these roles really being the the you know the the supporting cast players the unsung heroes that you would normally see in the playoffs are not doing their thing uh, you know Anthony Sorelli you know even this is his stats through 18 games played he has five points two goals in and and three assists with a, with a rating of minus four so that's not a good look come on he needs to do better than that Tyler Johnson, it, I, I don't think it would have made a difference if he wasn't suited up the other night because he would have never known that he was, he was on the ice. He was virtually a non-factor as well. Um, yeah, I mean, Yanni Gord was obviously very much involved in that game. Seti Paquette, you saw him here and there. Um, I would have liked to have seen, and I don't understand why coach Cooper's not doing this. Uh, obviously electing for the extra defenseman. Um, He has, I wouldn't say refused, but I feel like it's sort of bad judgment. And I spoke about this on the Locked On NHL show. And by the way, little plug right there, if you haven't heard already, uh, I filled in on today's show with Chris Massilli of Locked On Avalanche. And we spoke about, you know, obviously all the news going around the league. Uh, Go ahead and listen to that. Um, Had a great time doing that. I spoke to him about this, and I spoke about it um, also on my appearance as well on Locked On Red Wings when I was discussing uh, what Red Wings fans should pretty much expect from Steve Geiserman um, going into his – I believe it's his first draft actually with this team. So um, I just think that Mitchell Stevens, I don't understand why – He hasn't played that much I don't think he's really played at all in the series Um He you know he Coach Cooper has really used him sparingly Throughout This this series um And through this playoffs uh He played three games in the Columbus series he played and then He didn't play until The Friday game last Friday Um in that game and He he really didn't he only had 19 Shifts um I think he's one of the best face-off guys on this team. I think he's a... The thing that really I like about Mitchell Stevens a lot is his ability to do whatever the Lightning pretty much ask of him, um, and that's a huge thing, I think very underrated. Um, they've asked him to win face-offs. He's done a, a fantastic job of that, something that the Lightning have done, I guess you could say maybe average, close to mediocre um, with in this series uh I know that's maybe a little bit overcritical, but that's just the way it is I think this team as a whole even if you're missing Stamkos even if you're missing point you have to be better you have you can't expect Kucherov and and Hedman and even Vasilevsky to to consistently carry this team when one of your key players are out this is a whole team effort you need um and that's why I think you know to add a little bit more kind of offensive diversity, if you want to call it. Um, Mitchell Stevens is that guy. He's able to generate point. He's he's able to generate um, scoring chances for teammates. The one thing that I think is really you know not really spoken enough about him is that his ability to park himself in front of the front of the net and not only block uh, and create traffic out there uh but to as well as his ability to to be able to just turn around um and capitalize on the second chance uh opportunity and third chance opportunities and I know that's not maybe something that you know obviously if you look at his stat sheet that's not exactly something that you might jump out on the page for you the first time you look at his stats but sometimes when you look at a player and I think I, I say this all the time pretty much when I talk about Mitchell Stevens because I think, uh, you know, he did play 38 games this year. Uh, he only had six points with a rating of minus nine and with ten uh, penalty minutes. And I know that's not something that's really, like, crazy good to, you know, maybe the average hockey fan. But uh, his ability and even his faceoff percentage isn't, you know, that fantastic. It's It's a little under a shade of, you know, it's a little over a shade of 52.5%. So, it's still not crazy. I mean, it's going to get better. But his ability, and we saw it in that Columbus series, his ability to win big faceoffs um, in big moments and just kind of take some of the slack. Uh, even if he's not going to get on the stat sheet, he's still going to go out there um, and do some of the things that, you know, you can't really expect Luke Shen, who he's played very well and his... His presence um, on the ice, especially you know on the physical side of things, has been top notch. But having Luke Shen as the winger on the fourth line, and I know maybe to some that the fourth line isn't that big of a deal, but it really has been, especially with this team. Um, I would rather prefer having Paquette maybe on the wing um, and then Stevens playing the center position. I just feel like that's more beneficial. We saw coach Cooper play around with that during the regular season. Um, and I just wish, especially, you know, I just wish that he would stick with that. And that's kind of some of the things that maybe he hasn't been doing as well. One of the things that he also hasn't stuck with, uh, especially now in these playoffs is that three up top, uh, it worked in game one, like a charm, um, to start this series. The the Islanders didn't know what to do. Um, and I don't know why as soon as it worked and it led to a goal, why they just all of a sudden stopped doing it. So I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm sure, you know, this last, I guess you could say day and a half, uh, coach Cooper has really had a good chance to really think about a lot of things as well as obviously this whole Braden point situation. Now, obviously we don't know what's going on with point. It looks like a lower body injury. Um, to me it really looks like something uh, he tweaked something with his hip uh, so you know that's a little bit disconcerting just because of obviously he was he had that double hip surgery uh, going into this season and we all know how that kind of kept him um, from performing up to his, his uh, you know the level that we all know that he could perform to and that we've seen him perform up to in this entire playoff run so uh, I just think that, you know, I would be shocked unless, like I said, unless there's something, uh, unless the guy can't physically move, um, he has to play tonight. I don't think that the Lightning could afford to, to have this series go to Game 7 because then by Game 7 the ice could totally tilt and then you're obviously playing in full panic mode and that's something you never want to do and then if they do bring point back um like i kind of hinted on the last episode probably i would not be shocked to see steven stamkos out there on the ice for game 7 as well uh how much ice time he would be getting is still up for you know it's still a question it's a huge question mark um but he i would i wouldn't be shocked to see stamkos out there in kind of a do or die situation as is game sevens normally are so you know just long long rant short just to in to summarize everything this team needs to step up they need to rise to the occasion um they, they need to do a better job all around Anthony Sorelli needs to to really step it up in this game especially if he's playing on the first line um and I know it's not going to be easy but that's why these guys make the big bucks and you know it isn't easy either talking about Ed. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves and say things like, I lost my mojo, or we just avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is completely simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX. And complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash NHL today. If approved, you will get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash NHL. And when you're done tackling your ED... Uh, issue and you finally resolved all of that and you're feeling better about yourself and you want a little celebrate go ahead and download the doordash app uh between that never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails you got plenty on your to-do list give yourself one less thing to worry about and let doordash take care of your next meal you want chinese they want pizza and someone is craving froyo there's something for everyone on doordash Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. You're continue, you're, you're, you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. Uh, DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. One more time, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Now, what do we look forward to tonight's game? Uh, Like I've already stated... Uh, extensively, and I'm I'm really much I'm pretty much done talking about it at this point because, um, it's out of our hands. Um, I think it's out of the lightning fan, hand, It's out of the lightning's hands. Um, whether the training staff or maybe Coach Cooper, because you know he's obviously the head coach, and he might be laying in front of a, a train on this one. Maybe it's it could very well be point um, saying that he can't go or. You know, so he wants to say he's managing him, or it's a training a trainer's decision. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Obviously, we won't know um, until we actually legitimately hear something that is concrete. But I wouldn't be holding my breath for too long. Um. So yeah. Uh. You know, the Lightning are going into Game Six tonight, eight o'clock puck drop, and I don't know. I just I just don't. You know, nothing in Game Five that I saw without Braden Point has really or just even in this entire series, um, Lightning have played two games without Braden Point, they've scored four goals. Um that that's 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 really sad. Um that's it's inexcusable to to really lay the offense at the feet of guys like Hedman and Kucherov Um and then you just have these other guys who have been great. And you know, I made the argument the other day about how, you know, that's how amazingly good and how much of a talented player Braden Point is. Uh, his ability to, to spread the, the ice out um, and really draw a lot of attention to him to where guys like Nikita Kucherov, guys like Yanni Gord, Andre Palat, the list goes on of all these players, are able to to capitalize on prime scoring chances, whether it's off the pass or it's, um, you know, we saw that sequence the other night. Um, I believe it was game four where they were on the rush and it was a point to Kucherov, to Palat. Uh, absolutely pristine passing. Um, if you're looking to get into hockey in terms of playing and all that stuff and you want to see so, like the perfect passing play, uh, how, the, how these two guys are just so smart, have huge, big hockey IQs, uh, you look at this play from game 4 in which these two guys they spread out the ice they really had the 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 defense on their heels on this one. Uh Varlamov was completely out of position uh from the past because he was so focused on pointing Kucherov on one side of the ice that he completely uh neglected to to be careful about the weak side and obviously Andre Palat capitalized on that with scoring the goal um you know there's thousand times situations where we've seen that puck go wide. But it's not just, you know, it's not just the Sorelli and I know I've mainly bashed on Sorelli, but I mean numbers don't lie. The guy his numbers throughout this whole playoffs have been really terrible and not I guess they've been, you know, disappointing. I'm not going to say terrible. That's that's a little let's not get crazy here, Adam. Um but the fact that matters is, is that this whole team needs to step up. Uh Alex Kalorn has really done much of nothing throughout this whole series, uh, throughout this whole playoffs um, and then especially getting suspended in in game three you know, that's for game three after that just ridiculously boneheaded uh, penalty that he took that ended up being a game misconduct. conduct um, you know they really need to step up and I know I've said it a million times and I'll say it a million more again, uh, maybe before the game if you want to turn this into a drinking game every time I say step up you take a shot but yeah, Sorelli, Johnson, Killorn, um, those are the key guys tonight on the offensive side of things. Can't have Victor Hedman, who's having an out of this world, uh, on the fringe. Con Smythe, uh, you know, conversation campaign right now. Can't rely on him for the entire thing. Uh, Blake Coleman been doing what he's needed to be doing. Ten points throughout this whole playoff run. Um, contributed to the Hedman goal in the last game. Barkley Goodrow been doing what he's need to be doing. Uh, he's He has four points throughout this run. I mean, he's not entirely a big-time scoring guy, as we all know, but uh, he's at least chipped in points. Um, and it's a little concerning when, um, you know, you have you have Anthony Sorelli and and Barkley Goodrow kind of neck and neck for points. Um, hopefully, I would like to see Carter Verhage get on the board tonight. Um, you know, unfortunately, he he had a goal taken away from him in the last game and that whole situation was ridiculous um, but it is what it is they ended up losing that game But there, the other thing I'm also going to be looking for in this game as well as you know something that I was interested to see in game 5 was when things don't go their way how are they going to react now after that Verhege goal was taken back they just had their, their heads hanging the entire time after that for the entire game And just the way their body language, their sense of urgency, um, it needs to be more consistent. They need to be better all around. And I know that's ridiculous, but um, as much as I would love to see Vasilevsky go out there and completely shut down this Islanders team, I don't think it's really – I think we're past the point of him being able to do that just because – you know, the Islanders are cooking right now. They, they got everything working for them. They're not, you know, and the Islanders are not kind of... They, they went into this series and they got killed for it in Game 1 uh, with sort of a timid attitude. Obviously, they were gassed from that Flyer series as well. But you could kind of see in the first two games that they were sort of walking on eggshells out there on the ice. And then after Game 3, uh, once they, you know, won that game and then especially uh previous game game 5 the Islanders know how to beat the Lightning now uh, and obviously one of those the big factors that goes into that is that if the Lightning don't have Brandon Point out there they're you know they they don't seem like these imp- this impossible mountain to climb past um, and especially with Varlamov getting hot i mean everything is starting to gel together and that's why i spoke at the top of the show how dangerous a potential game seven could be for the lightning just because every, like, uh, you know, the Islanders, they're starting, everything's cooking for them. Everything's starting to come together at the right time. Um, guys are starting to score. They're playing better defense. Um, you know, as much as I want to, I want to rag on the lightning for how they played in the last game. Uh, Islanders are also playing very good defense and the, at the same time, the Lightning weren't exactly challenged Varlamov. I mean, there was a couple of times where Varlamov made incredible saves, and it was just there was nothing the Lightning were going to be able to do in that game to get past him. Um, they had their chance on the Verhage goal. Uh, they obviously got to him on the Headman goal, which was a which, a which was a great, just smart play from Headman. Instead of trying to shoot it as hard as he could, decided to um, go upper corner and just take a little bit off it throw off our llama for just half a second but um I I just think going into a potential game seven uh makes this game six with the way the Islanders are playing especially without the possibility of Braden Point um it's a recipe for disaster I think that game six is definitely in the scope of how this series could potentially go and how the lightning were at one point up three, one in this series. Um, game six is more important than ever right now. Um, it's, it's, I, in my mind, uh, the game seven for the lightning. Cause I think if they lose tonight, unfortunately, I think we're cooked. And, um, then again, who knows? Um, we're still waiting on word. Like I said about what's going to happen with Braden point. Um, you know, he's probably going to be sort of a, a game time decision type of thing. I would imagine in their morning skate this morning, they're going to go off of how he feels initially of what he, you know, how he's feeling. So we'll just have to wait and see. And, you know, maybe if, um, the game doesn't go into seven overtimes tonight, which hopefully it doesn't, um, I'll, we'll, we'll maybe post the, uh, double episode day today where we'll, maybe we'll put out an episode post game, um, Depending on you know everything going around, if not, obviously we'll be dropping an episode in the morning. But in the meantime, you know, while you're waiting around for the game, while you're waiting around for another episode to drop, uh, break out that that nice delicious protein bar that everyone's talking about. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about? It's the best tasting protein bar ever, and that's Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar, we've spoken about these guys a bunch. Uh, great to have them back. Uh, and they're back with with a vengeance. Uh, they have 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors and they also have six new ones caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and almond apple almond crisps Uh, these bars are great for the health conscious people. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. If you're going back to the gym right now, if the gyms are open near where you are, I mean, this is the perfect thing to eat before or after your workouts. Uh, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And if you're on a keto diet, that's, they're the perfect thing for you. They got 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, uh, we could go on and on about all the great things about this. Uh, so, you know, my favorite flair, flavor of the Built Bars is the toffee almond. I can't wait till I get my hands on the new flavors that they got drop it in. So right now, while supplies last, you can get a free cooler with purchase. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not stuttering. I said free cooler with purchase while supplies last. So go to BiltBar.com. Use promo code lockdown. You get $10 off your next order. I'll say it again. Use promo code lockdown. For $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So let's just end things right now. Um, let's in the wrap up. You know, I've kind of been dumping on the Lightning the entire time, um, saying all the things. Obviously, they haven't been doing, which is very evident at this point, um, especially how they play and uh, without Braden Point. Now, if they play with Braden Point tonight, expect them to win. Fully expect them to play. Ten times better. Probably going to see a completely different team out there on the ice with Brayden Point. Uh, part of that is just how good he is. Uh, even if he's not a hundred percent out there. Now, if he's not playing tonight, um, obviously the only the, the key to success and the only way that this Lightning team could be successful tonight and win is their their depth, uh, their second, third, and fourth lines, even their first. Uh, need to step up they need to go out and produce um, Anthony Sorelli needs to pick it up he needs to really do what he does best utilize his speed go out there and create scoring chances even if he's not putting it in the back back of the net create pressure uh, you know especially when you have Kucherov and Plot trailing on the wings uh, that's definitely something that has worked for them in the past and I don't see a reason why it won't work for them in this situation uh, second line Tyler Johnson needs to step up same story with him as what we just said with Anthony Sorelli, as well as Alex Killorn. Um, Alex Kalorn needs to be a lot more aggressive out there. And then third line has been pretty much the, the go-to line for this entire run, Gord, Goodrow, and Coleman. Um, so they'll probably start the game off on the starting line like they normally do. And then fourth line, we got um, Maroon, Paquette, and Shen. Uh, ideally, I want to see Stevens out there. Uh, maybe Coach Cooper will make a change uh, right before the game. I don't see a reason... As to why he can't do that, in terms of why he can't just switch out um, Stevens for Shen, I know he wants that extra defensive body out there, just in case the defenseman goes down. But at the same time, you're sacrificing offense of offensive production for defensive um, produ- uh, defensive ability. So. Um. Hopefully, you know that's just me wishful thinking. I'm a big Mitchell Stevens guy. If you're listening to the show, and if you is if this is your first episode, go ahead and like and subscribe as always. And once again, after you're done listening to this, go, go on over to the Locked On NHL Network, uh, page. Go listen to today's episode. I'm on there with Chris Maselli of Locked On Avalanche. We're talking about everything that's happening in the NHL. Of course, you know we're talking about the draft. We're talking about trade that happened yesterday. Uh, talking about head coach hirings, all that fun stuff as well as the playoffs. So go ahead and listen to that. Appreciate the love for all of you. And uh, hopefully the next time I'm on here, uh, you hear my voice, it will be uh, it will be me celebrating along with you as the Lightning will possibly be making their third appearance in the Stanley Cup Finals. But got to win tonight, boys. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.